Good afternoon, it's Kathy again from Career Development, and um, today I want to talk about time management. Probably doing this one because it's something that I can, I just always need a reminder on, and it is so imperative in the job search um, that I felt that we would touch on some um, 15 tips, 15 tips that are um, will help you to manage your time better. First of all, I always start with like an affirmation because I'm an affirmation person. So I saw one the other day. It's kind of like something that's, uh, it, it, it pertains to the art of listening. I am definitely a talker, type A personality, and I tend to control some conversations. <laughs> so I did read a, uh, an affirmation the other day. It said it's much better to be interested than interesting. And I learned so much from those simple words, and I just wanted to share them with you today because uh, it is it is a good trait to be interested in what someone's telling you. Sometimes you maybe aren't, but you know what? It's honestly, it's interesting to them, or they want you to be interested, or else they wouldn't even be wasting their time telling you. So, good point. Something that we can all look look forward to. I mean, you know, think about when someone's trying to talk to us. So anyway, we all have the same 24 hours a day. So that equates to 1,440 minutes in a single day. How do you choose to spend your time? Well, one thing that's good to know, remember, is of all the things in life that, that we may say we are not in control of or how do we get control of, time is one thing we are in control of. We can master our time. We can't stop it. We can't change it. We can't bend it because once time passes by, it's, it's just gone. So if you can manage yourself, then you have got time management down, down pat. What a great, what a great feat, honestly. So I am gearing this more towards, um, I'm looking for a job. I do hear a lot from people I work with that I try to help get jobs. Um, oh, I just didn't have time yesterday or what am I supposed to sit and find time? Honestly, you, you have to schedule it. You do. Maybe stop. Okay, obviously you're going to stop around the lunch hour for lunch. Maybe you could do lunch from 12 to 1 or 12, 12.30 to 1. And then maybe set aside 1, 1 to 3 or 1 to 2. Or depends on how many jobs are out there that you can find that are suitable for you. Totally in agreement with quant, uh, quality versus quantity. So, although you may think uh, or feel really good because you applied for 20 jobs, okay, in two hours I got 20 jobs applied for. That's pretty easy to do on Indeed.com, which is your largest job board because so many of the jobs they post do just say apply here. Also, as a tip, I happen to know because I always worked with Indeed when I was doing um, posting recruitments, that around one, the 1 o'clock hour, they do come out with some of their newer stuff. So that would probably be a good time for you to plan for that. So the number one tip, though, for time management is to set a goal and then maybe a reward. So it's crucial for you in planning your day to set objectives. So figure out what you're going to do for the day. I happen to have a notebook that I use. I even have planners and everything, which kind of tell me what I'm going to do as far as what bills I'm going to pay and what appointments I have. But I, I use a separate piece of paper that makes tells me what I'm going to do for that day. I try to do it the night before, but let's be honest, you wake up the next day and things happen and sometimes your plans need to change. Whatever it may be, make sure you set objectives for that day. 
So you do plan to sit down and at least apply for two to three jobs today. However, sometimes you may sit down and maybe there are just or not two to three jobs that you're either interested in or apply to you. So kind of just set the objective and then proceed proceed accordingly. Um, if you can do as much as possible in 24 hours, more power to you. And I think that's great. I think it's great if you try to fit it in. Uh, if you already know in this date, you're gonna, this is what you're going to do. And try and do as much as possible. All if you can. Because you know what? That is a good feeling. And uh, maybe reward yourself. Sometimes people say, oh, I'm going to get myself uh, something sweet. Have some ice cream, candy bar. Uh, maybe go out to dinner. Maybe you give yourself free time. Okay, since I worked so hard getting everything done, I'm going to give myself some free time. I'm going to go grab that book off the shelf that I've been trying to open up and read. So that's always good. Maybe uh, set a reward because then you have something to look forward to. Number two is to prioritize your tasks. Now, there is a grid out there, and I would love to remember what it was called right now. It might come to me here in a few minutes. But if you do, it's a quadrant, so it's quadrants. You put all of your tasks into four, you take all your tasks and you put them into four categories. It's called a quadrant. Um, then you break it down. So it's called, it's just called the four quadrants. I was trying to think of some, something that was called that was uh, fancy, but it really is Stephen Covey's uh, matrix of the four quadrants. So the four quadrants are, Therefore, they're all about time management. So it is to put in to your um, put on a piece of paper what's important and what's not important, what's urgent and what's not urgent. So that's a good that's you'd be surprised when you go to put them in the quadrant, which ones you are are maybe urgent and you didn't really think so. You're like, okay, it's important, but it's not really urgent. But when you really go to write it down. You, you kind of second guess where it belongs. Great, great tip because that way you have it broken down and then you can schedule the time during the day that you're going to work on it. Obviously, you're going to do the urgent over the non-important first. Um, another one is tip three is learn to delegate. Boy, is this such a hard thing for me. <laughs> if, if, if I am in an interview and somebody asks, what is your weakness? I say it's learning to delegate. Because I like to do everything myself to make sure it's done my way and the right way. That's my reasoning. But you want to let someone else in, on your team or in your family um, or just in your realm take the lead on some small tasks. You have to learn to trust the outcome. So that way you can do more in less time because it's not all on you. Number four is start with small tweaks in your schedule. I love the first tip, and that's wake up earlier. Um, sometimes we say we didn't have enough time in the day. So even 15 minutes can make such a difference. I, If nobody has read or looked up Miracle Morning, check it out. There's some even really like, you don't have to read the whole book, but there's a lot of good tips for you to get off that. Every single person that I have recommended that to has come back to me and thanked me for telling them about it. Look it up. Um, super important about how just setting that alarm 15 minutes early can make a difference. I do it. I do it to a little unhealthier degree. I mean, I, I don't really need to start working until 7.30, sometimes 8. Um, but I get up at 5. 
Do I get up at 5 because I have so much to do? No, I actually have nothing to do between 5 and 7.30 except take a shower and get ready for work. However, um, the amount of things I get done in those two hours before I even open my laptop to work is by far amazing. It's, it's just, I mean, I amaze myself what's done by 7 a.m. So try it. It's, and if you're not a morning person, try it at night. Try shutting all your devices down. Shut off the laptop. Shut off the TV. Shut off your phone at a certain time and do those extra things that you wanted to get done. So each day you should work at 30 minutes um, to try and get better. So 30 minutes a day, you're going to figure out how you're going to make it better, either within that day or going forward. It's a good goal. Number five is to set clear deadlines. Uh, make it visual is the first um, tip. I am 100% in agreement with that. Everything I do has to be visual. Um, I use a calendar. I use planners. I use um, notebooks. I use everything possible to make um, things visual to me. Um, you can also use paper digital planners in an app. Uh, you can use uh, Echo Dot from Amazon, like Alexa, to remind you about things. Or you can use your alarm on your cell phone. That works well, too. Um, but I always use to be on time. Choose a time limit on what you're going to do something. And then be on time. Because, you know, honestly, at the end of the day, if you shortchange that time, the only person you're harming is yourself, nobody else. So the last thing you want to do um, is disappoint yourself. <laughs> I, I love that. Number six. Oh, I got to admit, I have this down pat, but with working from home right now, I haven't had to use as much, but a meal plan. So every Sunday, I have this whole succession of what I'm going to do, but the main thing is I'm going to meal prep. Uh, laundry, I can do that during the week. Actually, I prefer to do laundry during the week and the evenings just so because I've had too many friends, family, whatever, saying, oh, no, I can't do anything Sunday because, you know, i, I got to do my laundry for the week. I don't know, but for some reason that's always stuck with me. Like, why would you save your day off to do all this work? I don't know. But I do do meal prep on Sundays. So this can shave off an hour out of your day every day. So think of a work week. That's five hours. That's five extra hours you're going to have a week because you have – Shave that time off by meal prep. So what I mean is like set, like say you get a big package of chicken breast or you get one of those larger rolls of hamburger. So you're going to make, um, you're going to broil all that chicken breast, put some barbecue sauce on some, maybe teriyaki on the other, maybe leave the other just plain broiled. And you're going to cut it up and then you're going to have enough for five to ten um, containers of food. You do that, boil, bake. Uh, broast, whatever, some veggies, make a big salad, do do everything that you can do to have at least your lunches all planned in advance. But if you can do it times 10, boy, you got it made because then you've got 10. So you've got five of your lunches and five of your dinners down. Mind you, I'm single. So I know that this can't be for every family. But uh, even if you are in uh, a family, you know, atmosphere, maybe you can even make more for dinner. Um, one night and then you know that those leftovers you're going to take the next day that does more than just save time it saves time from uh, you having to prep for something to eat you having to decide from something you're going to eat 
Maybe you need to run home real quick because you forgot lunch. And so you run home and you have something very quick, a top ramen or make a fast sandwich. And then you go back to work and you just wasted your time doing that. So write down what meals you want, what you think you want to have. Choose in advance. I always go off of sales. Honestly, when I go to the store, I don't know what I'm going to um, exactly make for the meal. I kind of see what's on sale and then just kind of buy that meat and then that's what I'm going to be having. So just set up an assist, just set up a system. doesn't even have to be on Sundays. I do do it on Sundays and uh, sometimes when people invite me to barbecues, I'm like, oh no, I have to meal prep. And so, you know, that's not very fun for some people. And honestly, it's not very fun for me because I'm not really having a social life. <laughs> but anyway, another thing I heard too, which is kind of fun, is choose same days. Like Sundays can be fish. Every Sunday you want to have a fish product. Every Monday's Mexican. So that's kind of fun. Then you kind of takes half the guests out of thinking what you're going to make because you kind of already know the theme. So that's a good way to save time just helps on your uh, work day, especially if on your work day. Um, number seven is to say no to multitasking. Used to be multitasking was such a great trait. I've heard it mentioned several times. I've seen that as a, uh, on several resumes, honestly, several, um, that you're a multitasker. I think in the past, some employees thought that was a great trait, um, I think at one point I even thought that it's great to multitask. But anymore, studies have shown that it's not as efficient as it sounds. It really doesn't save you time because then your attention's divided. So now they're saying multitasking slows you down. So if you're looking to save time, probably do not want to multitask. Try it. You know, I say... Okay, because, you know, 10 years ago, it used to be a fabulous trait, and now they're saying it's not. I say, just try it. Just try it. Try one day where you don't multitask. You just center everything on one particular task and uh, see if it saves you time. It, it's an interesting um, thought, I think, and it's something to maybe try out. Um, number eight is link your action to your goals. So evaluate what you're going to do and what you want to achieve. Just sit back and think about what is it you want to achieve. Um, and if it's achieving a higher goal, then you definitely want to make a list because the goals you are aiming for are going to be different if you're going higher and then you're going to need more time spent doing it or maybe even less time. Either or, you need to make a list of those higher goals and then fit into your time frame how you're going to accomplish that. So it's very important to step back to and decide who you're spending with time, your time with. Truly, truly cannot emphasize this the most. Say you're a job searcher and you just haven't found that perfect job yet. It's a little, it's a struggle. Believe me, I don't care. I live in rural Nevada. Uh, you may work in a big city. I actually deal with a lot of clients in a big city. And so honestly, the challenges are are there in both scenarios. There is jobs available under COVID-19, there is. Um, some say because the unemployment rate's up that there aren't, but that, that's not so. There are a lot of jobs out there. They're just uh, um, different type jobs and they're probably not being advertised as much. Honestly, advertising a job costs a lot of money. Somebody, a corporation to advertise on Indeed and all those big places, mm, that costs money. 
So they may be trying to save money during this time. So your best bet is to go to the company, check the company out, see if they're hiring. That is your best bet. So anyhow, are you hanging out with people who are saying, are you working yet? Did you find a job yet? Uh, you're still sitting at home? I mean, those are negative. Those are negatives, believe it or not. Um, you want to you wanna be around people who support your goals. So hang around the people who are like, hey, have you, hey, I heard so-and-so's hiring. I, I went the other day into town and, and this place, place is hiring. Have you found anything yet? Um, so be cautious with that. I mean, why would you want to waste your time with people who are bringing you down? Is that truly going to help you when you go back to Monday, say it's on the weekend, and somebody's brought you down? Is it? Are you going to just be all excited Monday to start pushing forward to your goals? Probably not. So probably want to analyze and see who you're hanging out with and see if um, you either can increase better time management, hanging out with people who support your goals, or if you need to... Take a look at those. Number nine is to block out any distractions. That is a given. Um, like today, just now, just to make this podcast, I made sure my iPad is notifications are turned off. I made sure my cell phone notifications are turned off. Um, you just want to make sure everything's put away. You can block social media for a while if you'd like. You can even go on your phone and set your notifications so that you aren't even notified when you get something on social media. I know mine are. I don't tend to go on social media at all during work time. Sometimes I'll check the job boards just to see if I should add those or see if there's something of interest to someone I'm looking for. I'll check that real quick. Um, But I don't have any of my notifications turned on. Otherwise, it'd just be going off all day. So you just got to see what's going to what is going to um, distract you. And I'm really hoping through this podcast that my dog doesn't distract me. He's sitting in the house right now and sometimes he can go on a barking frenzy if UPS or somebody's pulled up. So let's see, hopefully. So it could be as as simple as putting your dog away. Maybe while you're going to make a call about a um, job opening. Setting up a specific spot to work towards your goal, huge. Huge because that kind of symbolizes that's what you're going to do. I have a desk set up in my home, and when I go to it, I'm going to be working or I'm going to be calling something or doing something that I need to do for my job. Um, I have another desk that's for, uh, I have like a Cricut machine, and if I sit there, it means I'm going to start trying to figure that machine out. <laughs> it's It's been a beast. It's uh, it was something I wanted so bad because it looks like it makes cool crafts, but yet I'm not a crafter, so there's that. But it's just like when you go into your room, your bedroom at night. I mean, you're going there because that's where you go to sleep. So having a specific spot for somewhere um, is such a great idea. I I am going to be super honest with you. I have like job searched and, and looked for places and stuff while I've had my iPad sitting on a stand in the kitchen while I'm cooking. That That's not apropos. That's not the perfect scenario. When you're sitting there... Um, at a specific spot, this is where you sit and look for jobs, then you'll do it. You will most likely do it. Um, so if that's a good, very good tip. Number 10 is to schedule your day ahead of time. I love this. Uh, kind of goes with the other tip about, you know, scheduling. Um, you want to make a list, not a to-do list, just make a list. 
just a, a list on how to become better organized. You, maybe making your schedule the night before is better. That way when you wake up, you actually know what you have to do in that day. Sometimes it's just good because you get overwhelmed or sidetracked and then you don't remember what you're supposed to do in that day. So I love the list part. I love, you know, everything about making it, uh, putting it down on writing. Makes it happen when you put it down on writing. Tip number 11 is to take a break and unwind before you go to bed. 10 to 15 minutes prior to going to sleep. Um, I love the whole idea of meditating. I don't meditate, but I keep saying all the time I'm going to learn how to. I think it's a great way to clear your mind, relax you, and just get you in that mode so that during the night you're not worrying about things going through your head and you know, maybe things you forgot to do that day, anything, you know, meditation is a great, great tip for people sitting and reflecting, maybe listening to some music, um, maybe soft music would be more preference than, um, than rock and roll. Maybe <laughs> I know I, um, uh, subscribe to audible. So I have a lot of books. So some books are very reflective. Some books are self-help books. That's generally what I will listen to when I'm trying to go to sleep. Um, it's just how to better myself. You know, sometimes those can be very um, soothing, maybe eye-opening. I know there's an app called Calm, and I think there's some free things on there, free meditations, free calming things. It's kind of cool. I know you turn it on and it you hear like waves crashing in the background and, and it just kind of has you think about certain things. It's kind of a nice way to enter into going to sleep. Who couldn't um, benefit from a good night's sleep? Um, so just basically starting a ritual. And, and when I saw that about a ritual, I thought about like my babies when they were young. Um, obviously, I would go get them all, get set out their pajamas, put them in a warm bath before they were going to go to bed. And you know what? They knew. They knew after that warm bath and clean pajamas that it was bedtime. They just did. It was a nightly ritual. So sometimes we as adults forget to do that for ourselves. So um, give yourself a ritual. Reward yourself even. You know, maybe that's a good time to read that good book you were looking for or just whatever. Whatever makes you happy and calm, of course, right before bed would be nice. Number 12 is to learn to say no. Huge. How many times have we said, boy, I should have set my boundaries with that. I should have. Sometimes it's hard to say no to the people we love. It's hard to say no to a friend who needs you when you already had your day planned out um, or just delaying things on your timeline. Obviously, emergencies are going to happen. That does not affect it. But say no to tasks that just appear all of a sudden and, you know, emergencies to the side. So let's just say one o'clock is your time to... Um, job search. Say I'm going to apply for some jobs between one and two. I'm going to make them good uh, applications because I don't want to apply for something that should they call and say, hey, we'd like to interview you. I don't want to dread it. I want to make sure it's something I know I'm going to enjoy doing. Something that's going to get me closer to my goal. So say I sit down and that's my time frame. 
Um, but then I hear a knock on the door or UPS has just dropped a package off. So, oh, I'm just going to go run and open the door real quick and get that package. This is a real story, by the way. Uh, I walk outside and because my dog was there, they kind of just threw it on the driveway. So I walk out to the driveway to get the package and my neighbor, who happens to be a close friend of mine, is outside saying, oh my gosh, I haven't seen you so long. You're still working from home. Oh, this, 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 and this happened. I ended up out there for an hour talking to my friend. I needed it. Be, to be honest with you, I needed it. I needed to catch up with my girlfriend. I, um, And it was nice. But look how that affected my timeline. The hour that I was going to sit down and accomplish something did not happen because I ran outside to grab a pack, package that was just delivered, and then I got sidetracked. Easily, easily happens. Just kind of be, and you know what, sometimes those things do happen, and we can't change it. So just be kind of aware that those things happen. Maybe, maybe make your goal earlier in the morning. Maybe you want to apply for those jobs early in the morning, because you know what, then you got it out of the way for the day. Um, none of the daily chores or things that involve your day are going to get in the way now because you've already done it. It's kind of like maybe when you know you have to clean your house one day. Isn't it a nice feeling to get up and get your house clean before anything else? Because then it's done. It's done. It's a good feeling. It's done. It's not sitting on your to-do list for the rest of the day as you're walking around going, hmm, I really do need to go get those bathrooms clean. So keep that in mind because distractions happen every day. Number 13 is don't get lost in the details. I love this um, comment. Um, stay out of the weeds. Ironically, two people in life have told me that saying, hey, stay out of the weeds. When you're thinking about a situation, stay out of the weeds. Super, super important advice to anybody in an interview. Is it not easy when someone says, tell me about a time when, or tell me about yourself, is it not easy to just go on and on and on and on about a situation, on and on and on and on about yourself? It's easy. It's easy to get sidetracked. So stay out of the weeds means just stay on the path, be specific, stick to the point. Don't worry about all the little details. Don't try to make everything sound perfect. Just don't get lost in the details. Um, just see the quality in every task you do every day. That's, that is time management right there. See the quality in it, and it'll, it'll just all work out well for you. Fourteen is try to not be overwhelmed. You want to stay focused on one task only. We talked about that, too, on the multitasking. Don't face it all. Don't even think of it all. Honestly, you, I look at some of the days I write out my tasks, and it's like, man, why do I have 15 tasks today and only two tomorrow? So maybe you want to spread them out. Again, you want to use that quadrant, decide what's important, what's urgent, don't get yourself overwhelmed, basically. Same within your job search. Be careful to not get overwhelmed. I mean, you could be sitting there and all of a sudden just not seeing anything that you qualify for and then you're just kind of getting overwhelmed with it and, oh, why do I have to job search? And But, you know, stick to that schedule. It, it will pay off. It's promising. It's rewarding. You, you can have anything and be anything you want to be. That's totally the best advice I've ever heard. I've doubted it a million times in my life, a million times, but it has always worked out that way. It's true. So keep that in mind. 
The 15th and final tip is to keep your inspiration and motivation. If you've lost it, no problem. Go pick it back up. Regain it. Regain your inspiration and your motivation. My One of my favorite quotes is, rise and rise again. So we're all going to fall. We're all going to feel like, ugh, some days. We just are. You're not going to be motivated to job search every single day. But I urge you, if you are in that mode, to do so. Um, and if not, okay, so you need to get back in it. What can you do? Well, my, my best advice is to go look in the mirror. Go look in the mirror and tell yourself how good you are. Because honestly, you know you are. Just sometimes we lose sight. We do. Read an inspirational book. Sometimes I listen to it. I think I told you I do Audible. It's nice because um, I have those little echo dots from um, Amazon. They're very inexpensive and it, it connects to your devices. So sometimes I'll say, hey, Alexa, will you play this certain book that I bought? And you walk around and you may be busy doing other things, but you know what? You're still hearing that inspiration in the back. And what's even better now is a lot of inspirational podcasts. I say better because some of my books will, will go five, six hours. I mean, you have to only listen to them a certain time. But an inspirational podcast, it's like 20 to 30 minutes. And they're great. They're great. I don't know about you, but to me, I love to hear about people who have struggled. I love to hear about a success story. Because you know what? It makes me realize we're all imperfect. And, we, and somebody, really? Somebody else lost their motivation? It isn't just me. Um, wow. And that is just nice. Sometimes watching a video can help. If you've never watched The Secret, wow. I, I happen to own The Secret. And I just put it on when I don't have any motivation. Um, it doesn't happen too often, honestly. I feel like I'm always motivating myself daily. But man, that's, that's an inspirational film and just really gets me to keep going. Um, hanging quotes also that inspire you. If I see a quote, um, I'll write it on a post-it and I'll put it in my mirror. I'll put it on my laptop, put it on my refrigerator. I'll put it wherever I can have it so I can see it and be inspired, right? So that was the 15 tips. But last but not least um, is you don't ever want to forget to have fun. So, you know, you can always lose money and you can make it again. I used to hate that saying. I used to be told to me by my ex-husband, oh, it's only money. You can always make it again. Okay, well, whatever, you know, because I'm, you know, very budget conscious. But time, seriously, time, once it's gone, it's gone. And time is life. Time is life. I don't know about you, but I know when I get so on my time, and I do it a lot, I, I am very much into helping people. And I've taken my time to help someone. You know what? I've just given you something I can never get back. Because time is just one of the most valuable things you can have. So if somebody in the, on the flip side, be good with time management. But on the flip side, if you give someone um, your time, great. But if someone gives you their time, definitely recognize that. Recognize that. Recognize that they took time to spend with you or to train you or to teach you. That can't be ever replaced. Um, it's better than money to be honest with you someone can give you money and you're like oh yeah that doesn't mean much you could give it back but time can't be given back 
So try to work from a calendar, not necessarily a to-do list. To-do list just sounds a little more negative, but just from a calendar. Um, actually, I saw a, a phrase the other day that to-do lists are like graveyards. Okay, so if you think about that way, why would you want to be um, uh, reenacting a graveyard? <laughs> Beat your future self. And how can you do that? Well, you need to combat procrastination. Don't hit snooze in the morning. Don't set your alarm early so you can get stuff done and then hit snooze. Put your alarm far from you, far from you. Uh, I charge my phone in my kitchen, so if my alarm goes off, uh, I have to get up and walk all the way to the kitchen. There's no such thing as hitting snooze. So remember, too, there's always going to be more to do. You just have to put a time limit on it. Um, I read an example of this of this portion when a wife called her husband at work and it was about 4 30 and she's like hey i was just getting um dinner put on um i know you're off at five just making sure you're on target nothing happening late tonight i was going to plan dinner to be ready at 5 30. he goes oh gosh yes i'm i'm wrapping up right now i'll definitely be home at 5 30 i'll see you then and he grabs a phone call doesn't get home till after six so how often does it happen to us? All the time. There's always going to be more to do. You just have to know when to end your day. Um, if, you, if, you, if your day ends at 5, then it ends at 5. There's, I know there's a lot of times at my job when I was in the HR field, actually, I'd want to work longer because if I worked longer and harder that day, I could come in the next day and have a way more relaxing day. But you know what? The janitor didn't agree with me. He needed me to be out. He needed be, me to be out by five because he wanted to hurry up and clean my section because he was on a bowling team that he had to be at at a certain time. So, you know what? You got to just think about it. Not only does your company give you a certain time to work too, but remember you can affect other people. That person who's waiting at home for you to come and have dinner. That person who's waiting for you to join the bowling team later. I mean, just for whatever reason, there's always... Very good reasonings to keep your time managed, and it can involve other people. Um, you're never, this is a hard one that I had to accept, you're never ever going to be done with what you're doing. Probably almost never. There's always going to be more to do. Always. I mean, honestly, you could have used your hour for, for job searching and then just realized a whole bunch of other jobs kept popping up on your email that you want to address. But... You want to allocate that time for, for a little later. Just make an allocation, okay? Make a note of who you saw that's still hiring and you want to apply for them. But do it the next day. Don't overstretch your day and overstretch your time. Always, always make time for the gym. If you like to go to the gym, make time for your relationships with your partner and or your children and whatever relationships, family that you need to nurture. Always, always make time for that. Time management doesn't always mean about stuff that you have to do. Um, it's also stuff you want to do. Another tip is to always carry a notebook. And I will tell you that this is um, one of the best things I, I think I do. Um, I keep have a notebook in my office at work. I keep a notebook in my bathroom, one next to my bed, and one into my car, and one in my purse. Overkill? Yes. But... Are we not ever in the weirdest positions or places when we think of something? Oh my goodness, I forgot to do this. Oh, was that credit card due today? 
Oh, did that? Oh, that person called me for a job. I'm supposed to let them know a good time I can meet them. You think about things later because you might get distracted. So I love the notebook idea. I also love the note feature on my cell phone. I use it a lot. It's full because that's what happens. My biggest thing is I think of things in the middle of the night. I dream of things. Oh my goodness, did I do that? And so I'll wake up and I'll write it down on the tablet next to my bed. Check and see if I did this or if I didn't. Half the time I did do it, but you know what? Um, it's just a good reminder. It's a good reminder. Things get in the way. Or you could be um, uh, out and about and see a job. You know, hey, call this number. We're hiring. Well, you need to write that number down. And how often does that happen when you realize you just don't have a pen with you? So do that. Take a picture. I actually went into a restaurant I've never been into before because I'll be honest, I do not like Chinese food. But I was in a shopping center starving, needed something, and all that was there was a panda kitchen. So I walk in, and then there was this big, like, billboard thing, normally something that you would advertise your food on, and it said, hiring open recruitment every Tuesday from 10 to 5. And I was like, how how do I write down the number? Is there a number to call? And fortunately, I pulled out my cell phone, took a picture of it so that I could come home and hone in on it so I could refer people to it. Of course, I am in career development, so I'm always looking for openings, trying to help people get prepared for the job placement and what is it they want to do and all of the good stuff, all of it, totally my passion. So that concludes my topics for today. Basically, time management, it can be um, very uh, beneficial in your entire life and every aspect of your life. Of course, I'm twisting it to the point of looking for a job because I do hear a lot that um, either someone didn't have time or there's always just something. But if you schedule it, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And that's it. I hope you all have a great day. And thanks.